Good afternoon, Rich Nass, Executive Vice President with Open Systems Meet. Open Systems Media, boy, stumbled there. I've only said that 4,000 times. And leader of the Embedded Computing Design franchise here for this week's Embedded Executive podcast. This week, my Embedded Executive is Celeste Chittapetti, and he is the Executive Vice President for IoT in the Industrial Business Unit of Renaissance. Did I get that right, Celeste? Industrial and infrastructure, IoT industrial and infrastructure business. Yeah. Okay, very good. I apologize yeah. for that, but I, I was pretty close. So I want to talk to you about risk five because this is a topic that just keeps coming up and I expect will be in our future um, for as long as I'm around um, and as long as you're around. So the thing for me has, has always been um, there was, there was never an issue with the performance of a RISC-V core. It was always that the tools are not ready for prime time. Mm -hmm. um, are the tools now ready for prime time? So this is, uh, it's, it's a good question. And I think, you know, uh, the tools are getting there, but ARM has a significant leg up when it comes to the ecosystem. And I sort of tend to make a distinction between the microcontroller space and the microprocessor space, if you will, right? On the 32-bit microcontroller side, certainly RISC-V is uh, an option to consider. On the microprocessor space, uh, obviously there is some uh, gap in the performance uh, as well as in the ecosystem support uh, overall. And we can talk a little bit more about that uh, a little later uh, during this discussion. Sure. And, and I'm not sure how fair it is for Renaissance because you're providing the hardware and not providing the tools. But as somebody who's selling the hardware, if, if you don't have the tools, whether they come from Renaissance or they come from a third party, um, that certainly has to come back on you and be your ultimate responsibility. That's, that's correct. Uh, and, and at the end of the day, uh, whether it's the ARM ecosystem or the RISC-V ecosystem, right? Uh, and if we are developing our own core, obviously we'd be responsible for our own tool chains that are developed in that particular process. Uh, and we're still early in terms of our own RISC-V core development. We initially, our foray has been with Andes uh, in terms of the cores that we end up using. Uh, but yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, the tool support is important. And I mean, if you come down to it, right, Linux today works on both the 32-bit and the 64-bit ARM and RISC-V CPUs. Android, you know, doesn't officially support RISC-V, but there are certainly extensions uh, that allow it for run. Windows, again, Windows, Mac OS, and Chrome OS uh, don't officially run on RISC-V. So obviously you can tell some of the challenges uh, that you have. Uh, and one of the one of the things is Andes does have extended instruction set, uh, so that's that's kind of the thing that allows you to take some advantage uh, in areas. Okay, so you're sort of taking away the importance of my next question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. <laughs> um, I've always seen not always. Uh, uh, I see Risk Five as a, a deeply embedded application where it just does one thing all the time, really fast. Mm -hmm. um, if, am I mistakenly pigeonhole, pigeonholing RISC-V and will it be this Uber microcontroller like an ARM processor at, at, at some point? 
So it depends, right? So again, like I said, I make the distinction between microcontrollers, mm-hmm. which is 32-bit essentially, and everything at 64-bit and greater, right? Today, for example, NVIDIA uh, and, uh, and, for example, Apple also, they have licensed the ARM architecture themselves, right? So they can pretty much do uh, what they need to do for their specific uh, applications uh, that is needed, right? And ARM is also going to continue in the server space, for example, with their Neoverse. Uh, and the V9, for example, right, is setting the scene for the next decade of ARM processors, uh, if you will. Now, <clears throat> NVIDIA certainly is using a RUS5, but for certain specific applications like you outlined, right, uh, in certain very specific embedded cases, as are some of the other guys. I mean, obviously, companies like WD and so on have signed up for RUS5, and more recently, you've seen Intel sign up promoting it. Uh, but if you if you step back and look at it, right, the performance, if you look on a not, nuts and bolts performance level, right, the biggest device is the, the biggest device that you have there, right, is on, on the uh, CPU side, if you will, is the P550 from Sci-5. Mm-hmm. And if I compare it with, for example, what's there in the most advanced of the ARM core, their ARM is a couple of generations ahead of, <clears throat> ahead of where the P550 is today, right? And so there is a distinct advantage on a pure CPU, right, raw performance perspective that ARM does have. Now, over time, will that erode? Yeah, absolutely. For example, right, this the, the P550 is similar to the Cortex-A75, but then since then, ARM has the A76, A77, 78, 710, the next one, and X2, right? So those are all things that certainly put them a few generations ahead of what's uh, out there in the marketplace. But when you come back to microcontrollers again, which is the M-Class series, right? There's a much better, uh, there's much more likelihood because it's very application specific, if you will, right? A single core microcontroller. So then you can optimize the RISC-V for the particular application that's needed. Would you expect to see an ARM core and a RISC-V core in this, the same die? Yeah, yeah, it, it's already happening, right? That's already happening. And that's kind of what some of the other major players uh, like NVIDIA and so on are already doing in that market, uh, marketplace. So certainly expect that to happen. Where RISC-V performs a very specific microcontroller-like function, if you will, uh, within the processor arena, right? Between a complex processor arena. Okay, here's where I put you on the spot. Mm-hmm. If you project out... <clears throat> 36 months from now, will you uh-huh. be selling more processors with RISC-V or ARM? It'll be uh, ARM, definitely, without a doubt. Without a doubt. I mean, RISC-V, I would consider is, it's in its early innings. It's certainly getting a lot of traction and a lot of uh, PR in the marketplace. Wonderful thing about it uh, is the arc, it's an open architecture. Uh, it's not open hardware, just to be clear, right? But it's open architecture. Uh, and uh, it's not open hardware processor is what I meant, uh, but it's open architecture. And certainly it has certain distinct advantages, uh, including the fact uh, that if you truly go with the open source model, there's no fees for the ISA, right? Whereas on the ARM side, you do. Uh, 
And those are things that will work to its advantage over time, especially in areas where you see geopolitical tensions arise, right, over time, and the ability to license arm uh, in certain countries becomes more challenging. Do I see the prevalence of more risk five in those regions? Yeah, you might find more adoption by region, if you will, uh, more than anything else. You answered that question so quickly. I'm more surprised with how quickly you answered it than what your answer was. <laughs> there was no thinking that was definitive. <laughs> no, that, thanks. But look, the reality is ARM, ARM has several decades of experience, right? I mean, they started in the 80s. Uh, and you look at RIS-5, uh, they came, came into existence in 2010. So there, there obviously is advantages uh, in terms of doing things in a certain fashion, but uh, you know the, the infrastructure will carry ARM for quite a while. And the fact that major companies have the ARM architectural license makes it uh, kind of an advantage for them, the incumbent advantage, if you will, right? And that's always tough to overcome uh, in the processor uh, space, uh, which I'm sure, you know, there's histories replete with other processors that have been around, uh, that have been a blip and then disappeared, right? So, yep, very true. All right, I'm going to look so. you up in three years and see if that was, <laughs> that was accurate or not. <laughs> Sounds good, Rich. Thank you, Celeste. I appreciate your time. Absolutely. Absolutely. That was Celeste Chittapetti. He is the Executive Vice President uh, Renaissance and I'm Rich Nass with Open Systems Media. You have a great day. Thank you.